Hi, this is Mike. This is Russ. And this is Matt. I don't know if you said Russ then. How weird is that? That's how long it's been. Anyway, you sorry. Be me if you like. <laughs> Guest star. Guesting as me this week. We're going horribly wrong Matt. already. <laughs> yeah, and this is Matt, and you're listening to the Empty Spiral podcast, the official podcast of the Lacuna Call community. See, we're not dead. <laughs> we were away <laughs> for a bit. <laughs> well, I could have been. I played the Game of Thrones board game last week, and it takes six hours to play, so I could be. Oh, dead. I've got that. That's good fun. That it's, <laughs> takes a while, though. Yeah, takes a while to read the rule book. It's like the size of the Bible. Indeed, it is. Yeah, indeed, it is. Um, yes. So we've not had a podcast now for three weeks. So apologies for those people that have been wondering what we've been doing. It all started off with me being ill with a sore throat, so bad I could barely speak, uh, and then I think we missed. Missed a week because we couldn't kind of connect with each other because we were all so busy. And then, Mike, you were a bit icky dick last week, weren't you? I've been KO'd with it, yeah. yeah you lost been, my voice. You've been KO'd with it and lost your voice. Mm. So this has really been the first time for, well, it feels like forever, that we've all managed to get together. So here we are. I'm in London now, which was nice. I had a couple of drinks. Spot a dinner. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. What about you? What have you been up to, Mike? What have you been up to? Yeah, just just uh, work really. I worked uh, backstage at a local show for Scouts for 10, 10, 11 performances um, about three weeks ago, and that went really well, lifting and shifting. So all is well in the world. Excellent, excellent. So you've been in London for drinks, have you, Russ? Have indeed. Yes, we managed to catch up, didn't we, the other week for uh, oh, a couple, yes, we couple did, of yeah couple of drinks and a, a, a spot of dinner which was quite good must do it more often yeah it was um, in east london though which was a bit strange in the strange land we were like bearing in mind you like you live in london and i work in london and we found ourselves in a part of london we were kind of like where the fuck are we <laughs> <laughs> like, i mean you know, a lot, was, i know london's big but i felt really like where the hell is this place yeah, <laughs> jack the ripper territory when you get in the dlr home you know you know you've gone somewhere that you're not used to yeah but, we're, we're uh, definitely in a strange place other than that, as um, we were just sort of chatting before we came on, I've just finished uh, watching Fringe, your favourite series, which Indeed. was uh, interesting and very far out there. So if anyone's into sci-fi, time travel and anything by J.J. Abrams, then uh, yeah, definitely definitely worth a watch and uh, good shout. So. I, I think it's one of those programmes that if you like the X-Files back in the 90s, assuming you remember the 90s, then it's definitely worth watching. It's that kind of similar kind of thing. Uh, what have I been up to? Uh, I went to see The Smiths Indeed a few weeks ago, which I don't think I mentioned, uh, which was great, although I couldn't sing because I had a basically sore throat. Uh, so I couldn't do that, but I enjoyed it nevertheless. Uh, in the, the world of television, I've still got all the things I said I had to watch before to watch, like American Horror Story and so forth and Breaking Bad. Uh, but I managed to um, watch the first season of The Following with Kevin Bacon. Uh, which was good. It's a bit different, quite entertaining. I enjoyed that. Must get around to season two at some stage. So yes, it's it's um it's been mostly work related, like you, Mike. It really has been quite a struggle the last couple of weeks. Mm. Um, and for Easter, I just went out into my garden, and burnt stuff. I went camping and burnt stuff. Did you really? Yes, for five days. There you go. Did, you, did it rain? Yeah, it rained for two days, and then it was very sunny for the other That's three. Not bad so. for camping. No, no, very good. Uh, yeah, north. took north, yeah. So, um, yeah, I went out into my back garden and realised I still have two Christmas trees behind my garage. <laughs> so I thought I'd better burn them. So I burnt them. Um, That's got... sacrilege. They can't burn Christmas trees. Well, they were gone. They'd gone brown, mate. So they were... <laughs> they were... They were... It's not like they were in the ground or anything. They were just uh, all falling apart. 
Man, those things, they go up well, those things, that's what you said. Yeah, I know you get people who hate Christmas, but Matt burning Christmas trees, that's taking it too far. Oh, it wasn't like they were covered in tinsels and fairies or anything. <laughs> they weren't plastic in a box, were they? No, they weren't plastic <laughs> in a box. No, so I did that, and then on on uh, on Sunday, I decided I'd better start clearing off my attic and didn't really get very far because my attic's just horrible. There's so much rubbish up there. Anyway, enough about us. Uh, for those of you who've forgotten what we do when we get together on a, apparently on a weekly basis, um, we, we pretty much talk about Lacuna Coil because this is a Lacuna Coil podcast. <laughs> you may have forgotten. We may have forgotten. <laughs> it's been so long. Um, so what are we going to talk about this week then? Well, first, I just want to throw in there that I have been doing some work on the galleries on the Empty Spiral website. And although this is hot off the press, I was literally doing it in the last hour. I've added a new page on where people can submit your own artwork. So if you've got any digital artwork, uh, lacunical related, of course, that you want to see on Empty Spiral for all to see, as it were, then you can go onto a part of the gallery and you can literally just click upload and upload your own piece of art. It will get reviewed to make sure it's nothing weird or dodgy because you know the internet's like. Uh, and then it will go onto the gallery I'll make a point of putting the gallery, exposing the gallery, as it were, on the front page. So if you're an artist uh, and you want to see some of your work online on the uh, on the Kunikor official community, then please submit through the site. Obviously, I'll be posting on Facebook and Twitter and all those other places as well. Um, once I've composed a story, as it were, to tell you all about it. But yeah, that's hot off the press. So there we go. That's what I've been doing today. Um, in terms of... Lacuna Coil themselves, obviously they were at Passport last weekend, which looks like they had a good time there. Uh, the people we know that went there had a great time as well. Got a good chance to hang out with the band afterwards, which was great. It looked like it was a very entertaining show. They also played uh, Losing My Religion, uh, something that they only played previously. I think they might have played it in South America, but they certainly, first time they played it was at the Rock TV show last December. So they're doing something a little new there. Um, don't have anything much planned this year so far, but I'm sure as we head towards festival seasons, we may see a little bit more of them, hopefully in the UK, uh, speaking on behalf of my two compadres with me. Uh, but certainly you'll see them at Grass Pop in June, and uh, they're also playing in at um, the Fim Oktoberfest. That's a pretty bad it for news today. Uh, what are we talking about? Well, as you will know, we have spent the last nearly 100 episodes reviewing the songs in sort of album order well i'll call it chronological order but it's realistically it's album order and we are now up to broken crown halo it's been a bit of a journey so far isn't it guys um, yeah so there we go so yeah so this week we are starting on the first song from broken crown halo, which is nothing stands in our way before we do that we thought we would talk about the videos now you could argue this is a little premature but we wanted to talk about them anyway so there are two i want to say official videos i suppose uh, i guess what i'm saying here is i'm excluding the lyric videos which came out um because i, I don't know about you guys but i don't really see them as sort of proper videos they're kind of youtube teaser videos as i see them as but we've had two official videos that have come out um we've had the first one that came out which was i forgive but won't forget your name and then more recently but still last year we had the video for nothing stands in our way so I thought what we do today is we just kind of discuss them and give our views on them. 
without going into too much detail about the music itself, because of course we'll be we'll be reviewing the music separately. So I thought we'll start off with I forgive but won't forget your name. So just to kind of give you an idea what the video is like, it's a band performance video. It is um it's got an, a, quite a lot of interesting imagery in it. It's very, very much focused around sort of three kind of main images you've got. Uh, the whole band playing the song itself. You've got a close-up of Christina in a kind of a white um, coat with a black ruff um, doing her singing part, which is separate from the band. And then you've also got a series of, sort of montages of, well, it looks like Christina cheating at chess, if you don't mind me saying, um, but um, playing the rest of the guys at chess and winning throughout. And that kind of makes up the video. So it's, it's relatively simple. Um, what what do you think of it, Russ? What do you think of the uh, that particular video? Me, this video, I think this the whole concept. of This video was to sort of tie in with the um, the album cover art, which would also make sense as it was the the first video and the first single from Broken Crown Halo. So as you mentioned, it's predominantly set around a, a game of chess. Um, it's sort of shot in a style of almost a, a eight millimeter, sort of the wrong word, but it's got that sort of flickery effect of being sort of an older style video. And I think the pluses and the bonuses of this video is it's, it's it is straightforward and it's simple, but it's very atmospheric and sort of sinister in a way. As you mentioned, you've got sort of the the two parallel Christinas, one which is dressed in black which performs with a band, and then you've got one that's dressed in white that's on her own. And to me, it's sort of pre um, reminiscent of the Trip the Darkness video, of the, the white and the, and the black sort of polar opposites. And it's sort of like the, the white-dressed Christina is perhaps a good Christina, and the one that's sort of evil in the sort of dressed in black is like the, the Dark Passengers Christina coming back from that sort of uh, DVD that we reviewed the other week. It's sort of that evil, sinister, sort of cheeky grin and smirk as she sort of, you know, literally beats the arse out of every other band member at chess, uh, perhaps cheating in such a way. But, um, you know, it's, I think this one's iconic because obviously it's the last video ever shot to feature both uh, Pizza and Chicho. And uh, Mr. Pizza's sporting a, a delightful new hairdo in this video. So, uh, yeah, there's definitely points to, uh, to pick out on this one for me. Yeah, I, I I think you've covered it quite well actually. Uh, and I was going to point out that the uh, so last time we see Pizza and Chicho on it, and as you say, Pizza's got his little beard, or uh, his slightly different beard, his big bushy beard. Um, Mike, what do you think of the video? Uh, word for word, pretty much the same as what I've got written down. Old old style, cinematic style, um, visually stunning. I think with it, with bits of slow mo thrown in there for good effect. You've got the chess. And Mackie crashing it all at the end. As uh, Russ mentions, the dark, like sinister Cree from the Dark Passengers DVD kind of appears, dark versus light. Also, it reminds me when you go back to the band altogether, almost like the I Won't Tell You um, bit um, in that video. Um, and I just think it worked really well. It's one song with, the, uh, with Chicho and Pizza, of course. Mm. And uh, I, I think it worked really well. Russ has covered everything, really. Do you think it um, it captures the the feeling of the broken crown halo imagery with the with the chess? Yeah, I think the uh, think well, they've got new outfits, haven't they? All of them to start with as well. Um, that they look really good. Pete's has got his hair lopped off. Kiko's got a bigger beard, if bit bit noticeable. Um, and they they all are well solid as one, aren't they? Mm. In it. Mm. What does it work for the song? Because obviously this was the first song that we saw as a single coming from the album. Uh, at, the, at that point in time, we were relatively unfamiliar with the general tone of the album itself. 
Yeah, so, I think I mean, it's, it's yeah very, very different. Yeah, it's it's a journey into in into the unknown, as it were, isn't it? Because we weren't familiar with any of it, and mm. it's a good good starter for it. Where Russ, where do you think it rates compared to the other videos that Mechanical have brought out over the years? Um, it's a hard question, really. I think, as I said, the the pluses for this are that it is. It ties in very well with the concept of the album and the the darkness and the king and the queen and sort of the crown that's on the front cover. When we talk about Christina perhaps being being the evil queen, um, I like the way it's shot for this for its artistic value um, in terms of sort of a, a story band performance video. I think it's probably you know up, up there with some of the best to be honest. I, I mean I still like videos like Closer and Our Truth. I think specifically like Our Truth and Heaven's a Lie, I think they're stronger videos and they're slightly more iconic, but I wouldn't necessarily say this, this is a bad video. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's got its own sort of style and, and, and take on things because obviously Lacuna Coil in 2014 is very different to Lacuna Coil in 2004, and I think it sums up sort of the, the modern drive of the band very well. Fair enough. You got any final thoughts you want to add, Mike, to um, this particular video? Uh, no, not really. Russ covered virtually all of it to start with and pretty much said what I've written down here and all in all, I like it a lot. Yeah, I, I like it. I mean, I was, I'm always very wary of band performance videos. Uh, I'm very much like the, the, the story type videos, but I think there's a good compromise here. Mm. You know, it's not just a band performance. There is that, that chess imagery there. Um, there's a sort of that delightful, very genuine laugh from Christina as she beats the guys over and over again. And as she pointed out, we've got Marco at the end being typically Marco throwing <laughs> his toys out the pram, metaphorically speaking, as it were, or, or in this case, throwing the chessboard off the table and sort of not looking very, very happy with the situation as he loses to her. You know, I, I like the way that there's there's a bit of character in it. Uh, we see a lot of Christina's character. Uh, we don't see so much of the other guys, but it's still there and i and i enjoy it um i i think it's i, w- I wouldn't go so far as to say it's one of my favorite videos but i do think it's um it's one of the better ones if you see what i mean you know i i, I prefer it to say i don't know i won't tell you maybe um i still think the kind of i like it video is my favorite for lots of different reasons that we've already gone through um it doesn't have quite as striking imagery as say heaven's alive but that was a long time ago as you say russ it was a very different band then. It could be well argued. Maybe we need to talk about their involvement of the band over the year. We'll do that in the next couple of episodes. Um, so it, we don't typically give ratings to videos, but I'm going to be unkind and ask for one anyway. You know, Russ, what, if you had to rate the video, what would you give it out of 10? How would you compare it to others? Uh, it's probably a 6.75 out of 10, pushing a 7. Okay, fair enough. What about you, Mike? What would you kind of give uh, 7.5. Yeah, right. so generally pretty good scores. I think I'd probably kind of give it a seven and a half, something like that as well. It's, mm. it's not something I've put a lot of thought into, um, the ratings for the videos, but I do like it. I think it works. Um, I think the image is there. I guess if I was being hypercritical, I probably would have liked to see a little bit more of the Broken Crown imagery since it was the first from the album. Um, I'm not quite sure how they would have done that without being cheesy, but uh, there you go. There's a challenge out there. All right, so moving on to the... The next video that's been released from the album, we have Nothing Stands In Our Way. Now, this particular video was, it's a live performance video. So it's its quite 
different in many respects. It's got a live performance. It was a, um, one of the f- uh, festivals that they performed in the US last year. Lots of on stage. It's 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 filmed or at least it's been post processed in a kind of a a sepia type um, type style. But it's not just limited to the the performance on stage itself. We see a lot of, I guess, what we could describe as lacuna calls kind of ritual behind stages. They're preparing to go on stage and they're talking. It's all behind the scenes on the, the tour bus, no doubt behind the stage at the back of the lot somewhere where you get some discussions and you get a bit of humour as they're showing Mr. Chicken. Um, <laughs> and, you know, you get a conversation. You, you get a, a lot of the personality of the band members and, and that comes through very strongly, I think, in this particular video. Uh, Russ, what are your thoughts on it? Um, me, pretty much exactly what you've just said, to be honest. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of this video, um, and I like this a lot more than I forgive because it's it's got character to it, and it literally shows for people who who don't necessarily get a chance to see it, it might just sort of come to a show. It shows the other side of the band and you know their individual personalities. And I just think it sort of really shines through. You, you mentioned it's got the contrast between the live festival performance and, and life on the road. So to me, I think that there's, there's a big plus to this in that it gives sort of the, the casual fan a little glimpse behind the door as to what it's perhaps like to be Lacuna Corps on the road playing shows and as a, as a working band. You mentioned it's got sort of the pre-show ritual in there. It features the, the famous chicken that I'm sure people could possibly track down on Lacuna Corps' official Instagram for the story behind that chicken. Uh, and again, it's iconic for another reason because this is the first video to to feature the new drummer ryan folden so you've got that to throw in there and there's there i said there's even a, a sneaky little shot of our friend gus in it so uh you know he's got his back to us, can but, spot. But he, he has hasn't he always but you know he's in there he's in there bless him <laughs> yeah it's mike what's your thoughts on it i i'm torn with this because i think that as much as it gives you a glimpse into what they're like and everything that goes with it, um, as Russ has just mentioned, that deviates away from what, in some ways, it's meant to be, with it being the music video for it, and with it keeps slicing in backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards. For me, I don't think it works as well. There's too much going on. Oh, and really? I think okay. I, I think you either do one or the other. I, I mean, I like how they've done it, and I like the glimpse into everything else that goes with it. But at some points in the video, there is just too much going da 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 da, which I, that's just what I think about it. Okay, so it's quite busy then for you. Yeah, a bit too a bit too busy. It needs to stick to stick to one thing more 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 um a bit longer than it should do. I think. Do you think it ties in at all to the song that it's representing? Nothing. Well, that's the like? problem. I think for for quite a chunk of it. It is a bit too disjointed with what it's actually trying to promote. With nothing stands in our way. I, I, I don't. I don't know. I think the less on the glimpse of how they are and more focus on the song. I think. And I wouldn't have chosen that setting for the the, the performance that they picked either. Would have picked somewhere else probably. Oh really? Oh, okay. What, what What do you think about what Mike said there, Russ? Given that you like the song, do you think it? Do you think it is a bit busy? Do you think the, the style itself does work or doesn't work? I, 
for me it works but say everyone will have a, a different opinion i mean you know your favorite video is i like it my favorite video is probably our truth and no doubt mike mike has a has a completely different video that you know he would prefer but as i say it all comes down to individual taste i mean you could say obviously the the music industry has changed when it comes down to budget and you don't necessarily have mtv nowadays so you'd have you know a, a multi-million dollar or fat hundred thousand pound budget to go and make a video mm. that would be shown on rotation on mtv whereas now you know, what do you get on MTV? Reality TV shows. If, you, if you're putting out a music video, it is literally for the YouTube generation. So I think that, you know, the market has certainly shifted um, and you see more of these style of videos. And we mentioned sort of the lyric videos as well, where, you know, bands don't even necessarily bother anymore. And I think, you know, credit to Lacuna Core, they, they've done something different because this is a type and a style of video that they've never done before. So it's still sort of, you know, pushing new grounds. Whether you like it or not, yeah, you could argue it, uh, no pun intended, but, you know, for them, it's still something new. It's pushing forward and it's, it's trying new ideas. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I take both your points on board, actually. Um, I think for me, I I do like this video. I do prefer it to I Forgive But Won't Forget Your Name. I do see your point, Mike. It is a little busy in places. I think the only thing that bothers me, and this is really minor and hypercritical, is that there are occasions where we see the band talking to the camera like they're giving an interview, but you can't quite, you can't hear what's being said. And I would like it if that they'd cut that in so that you could hear what was being said. You get that lovely bit at the end with Christina where she was like, I'm done, right, okay, I'll do it all over again, give me five minutes, which is a lovely little scene of hers right at the end of it. Uh, it'd be nice if we got a few more choice bits throughout the um, throughout the song. I mean, you even get the sound of the chicken, don't you, when they show you the, the chicken? You even get that kind of rawr kind of noise. Uh, so it'd be good to see the other bits in there. And uh, this, there's a lot of humour in there. Uh, you, you see Marco with his bottle of Jack Daniels and then quickly switching to a bottle of water as if to say, yeah, I'm posing with this, but actually this is what I'll be drinking kind of thing. I, I, I do like those aspects of it. It does counterpoint the, the stuff on stage. What I do like that really comes across, I think, is the energy that they give on stage. I really like that. Um, there's that lovely bit where Christina comes sort of prancing towards the camera and, and screams, we fear nothing, and then kind of goes off again. I think that really kind of adds a lot to this. I like this video. I do like this video a lot, actually. Um, Mike, what do you think of this video? What are sort of final thoughts and a rating? Uh, rating, probably, no, I don't know, five, five and a half, okay. six. All right, so sort of average above average for you. Then. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Russ? Uh, solid seven for me. Okay. I I like this video a lot. And the more I think about it, as we've been describing it, the more I like it. I, I This to me feels like kind of a seven and a half, eight out of ten kind of video. Real big fan of it. Um, watched it two or three times today, actually, before we started recording. Enjoyed it every time. Saw new things in it. Um, yeah, real big fan. So those are the videos we've had so far. I remember talking to Marco a couple of weeks ago, and he was like, oh, we want to do another video, but... We'll see. Um, we'll probably need to have a chat about what videos we think they should do. Um, I think there's be some... only one. Yeah, there can be only one. But there is. <laughs> well, you know, you know, Mouse wants to do it, and we did talk talk to him, but in the last tour about um, the video, and they all said it was that one song, which we'll be reviewing very soon. Not in this episode. Uh, that would be really good if they could if they did a song for that song. Did a song for that song? Did a video for that song? <laughs> Which, of course, um, needs to be... I'm going to spoil it. If they do one, it's got to be zombies, in it, guys? Come on. Come on. We need a video for zombies. 
Um, so, yes, hopefully we'll get one. No guarantees, but there's so many good songs, so many heavyweights on Broken Crown Halos. I think Broken Crown Halos on Broken Crown Halo. I could easily see them doing videos for half the songs on the album. Not that that would ever happen, because as you say, Rob, it's a, it's a different generation now, and uh, music videos are different. They're not. They don't have that budget. They're certainly not in the heavy rock kind of metal place. But there we go. Okay, so those are the two videos we've had so far. Let's hope we're going to get a few more. Well, that brings us on to our review this week on the Empty Spiral podcast. As I said at the beginning, we have been reviewing all of Lacuna Core's songs pretty well from the first album. And now we're at the last album so far, I hasten to add. And this is the opening song from Broken Crown Halo. And it is Nothing Stands In Our Way. We just talked about the video for it. I think it's fair to say, guys, that we've all lost track of whose turn it was. It was a couple of weeks ago now. <laughs> Um, so I, I will go first, um, really, because it's probably my fault that we've lost track. I should have kept track. So where to start on this song then? Um, it's a great opening to the album. I remember listening to this song when I f- first heard the album and it was like, wow, this is sort of heavyweight number. You know, you've got that, that opening few bars and then the, the bass kicks in and the, and of course, I mean, to start a, an album, song album whatever given this is the first song song off a of broken crown to start an album in 2014 with andrea screaming fear that's something i wasn't expecting i really wasn't expecting that even though that he had alluded in interviews throughout 2013 and going into the early part of last year that there was going to be more of his scream vocals on it to hear the whole album kick off with that and the heavy bass that was that was a bit of a heart-stopping moment, you know. It was like, okay, we're going to say it very, very different here. And then, of course, we get Christina coming in for the first verse. And it kind of, it's it's not as heavy. You know, we started with the weird two struggling halfway through this journey. And that builds up. And then we got the we fear nothing. And then we got the kind of the chanting chorus, lifelong roadblocks, high walls, teardrop, and then nothing stands in our way. And that really works. I think the message in this song is so, so strong. It's, it's very clear. This is nothing particularly oblique about the lyrics, but it is very, very clear about what the band is saying right now. And it really feels like a, a song, much like I think Our Truth did when Karmaco came out. This song very, very much reflects the lacuna call of 2014 or 2013, going into 2014, the journey they've been on where they felt they were going in you know in maybe in their career and their personal lives i don't know but they certainly i get a sense that this song is very much for them and their fans and maybe even the mu- a reflection on the music industry in general and the difficulties that's having in this sort of digital age you know the youtube generation and the fact that people aren't buying music anymore but and this feels like a you know, we've we've got all this stuff to deal with. We're gonna carry on. We're gonna push forward. We fear nothing, and nothing stands in our way. It's, it's just a monster song. Um, you know, it's 
it is one of those songs that I think lives in the shadows of maybe some of the others that are coming up on the album because they are so very, very good. But that doesn't make this a bad song. And I really like the way it flows. I, I, I think it's got so many good elements to it. I think the bass is great. I think the lyrics are good. I think the the, the vocals that Christina and Andrea um, present on this song are, are also very good. Yeah, I like the song a lot. I think it's a really good opening to the album. And uh, very much a classic song, which I'm sure we're going to be hearing live for a very long time. Mike, what do you think of this? Boom. It's uh, Yes, makes your face melt when you first hear it with that growling. Um, as you say, it's um, about their journey as a band, also as friends and their own makeup as people and what defines them and their career and where they are today. Um, that little We Fear Nothing at the start with Christina, that kind of reminds me of the lullaby effect on Survive. Um, way back then on a previous previous album. Um, a few things I've noted down when it's got lifelong roadblocks, high walls, teardrops, high walls maybe representing the barriers within the music industry um, with what they face on the journey that they go going through. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing that doesn't make much sense, I think, one thing you pick up on is um, stock crash in the bloodstains, stock crash, mistakes, heartbreaks, stock crash don't know um but they're still running forward in that journey enthusiastic about what lies ahead and where this journey will take them and i think it works really well both musically and lyrically it's a good song fair enough i take your point about stock crash i don't get it either no. <laughs> maybe they're, they're secretly kind of you know bankers yeah and they're, they're playing on the money market all this time and had a bit of a hard time um, or it could just be a reflection on the fact that this is the the song goes beyond them personally and goes beyond the the music industry and their own career, but actually extends out to the financial crashes that we've had over the last you know, few years and yeah, yeah, and, and, modern, and the diff- yeah. modern times, the difficulties we've had. Russ, yeah. what do you think of it? Yeah, pretty much um, everything you both said. Really, um, I remember being you know quite struck the first time I heard this song was that sort of the synth line and the, the guitars and everything. Cause I think we mentioned this before. It was almost like an industrial type song and you got that fear and you got the chugging bass and the guitar and the, the heaviness. And, you know, I think as we mentioned, it's a strong song perhaps gets overshadowed by what follows it. Um, it's an interesting one in the mix for this cause you've sort of got the, the verses with the guitar single notes and the, and the drums and the bass is really, really low in the verses. And then it comes back in the chorus with the bang and it's like really high up and it. It just gives it that chug, chugging sort of sound that, you know, that they're known for. I think it's quite a straightforward and linear song, uh, but that's not to take anything away from it. Cause I think that's the exact point to, to quote Mr. Dyer. It, it opens up and it's like a freight train. And I think that's the whole point of it. Um, it's an opening song to build momentum for what follows on the album and i think it also works very well in a live setting on that basis you know we've seen it sort of open and encore you know it's got that aggressiveness of the andrea grouse which for me is is the high point of the song it's that andrea vocal performance which literally just steals the song it is a banger live and you know the the younger fans certainly seem to to love it and thrive on it in a crowd which is, is good to see it's a great song for the encore isn't it yeah, it is. I mean, I mean you, there's a. It probably surprised a few people when they didn't open with it uh, in the Broken Crown Halo tour last year. Given that it's the first song on the album, there's kind of this semi expectation now, isn't there, that they all open with something like that? But they didn't. They actually 
you, you have that wonderful, and I remember seeing this and thinking they've just done so well when they went off, and then you got the great lights with all the sort of the flashing spots coming all over, and then you got the extended intro, and then you got Andrea coming in, and it was just and they and it just kicks off big time, and it felt to me didn't feel like an encore. It felt like it was starting all over again. It was just so much energy. It was all the energy, not necessarily sapped out of the room, but you know what it's like when a band goes off for the encore, you get the stamping feet and then more, more, more. But then that dies off and then there's this expectation and you know they're going to come on, but it's when they're going to come on and and what they're going to come on and play. And are they going to be able to recover that lost energy? This is a song that you know is going to recover the lost energy that you get in any break in a performance. It's just... It's it's perfect for that. Um, as you said, Russ, it builds up the energy in preparation for what comes on the rest of the album, and and I think they they were masterful in choosing it as the first song to play in the encore. I hope they continue to do so because it works so so very well. Yeah, it's a good song. So what are we going to give in terms of scores? Then I, mean, I think for me, gosh, this is a hard one. This is a hard one. In isolation, I. I'm going to give this 8 out of 10. I think this is one that... It, it, it's a solid song. I like it a lot. There are heavier songs. There are, I'd say, probably stronger songs. It's a good single. It's a good reflection on what Lacuna Core can do. It feels like a Lacuna Core 2014, 2015. Um, yeah, 8 out, 8 out of 10 feels about right for me. What about you, Mike? Same. 8. Okay. Yeah, Russ? I feel harsh and critical now. I'm not far off of that, but for me, I've, in proportion to the other songs in the album, it's probably a solid 7 out of 10 for me. Okay, that's not harsh. I think that's a good score. Don't put yourself down, mate. Don't put yourself down. <laughs> See, nothing stands in my way. <laughs> oh, I was waiting for some cheesy comment like that. <laughs> right, okay, well, there we go. Nothing stands in our way. Or as Russ described it earlier on. NCL. NCL, that's it. Okay, well, I think that brings us to a close this week on the Enterprise Podcast. I hope you've missed us. Um, we're glad to be back. Hopefully, we'll be able to connect a little bit more regularly, get back to our weekly schedule, and uh, viruses and so forth won't get in our way. Maybe we ought to come up with some kind of a lifelong roadblocks, viruses. No, that doesn't work. No, no teardrops. No teardrops. <laughs> <laughs> This is why we don't do lyrics, guys. Okay, no. <laughs> leave it there. Leave it there. Anyway, yes. Thank you for listening to us on the Empty Spiral Podcast this week. Hope you've enjoyed it. If you want to get involved, you can certainly do so. Um, we are on Facebook. Of course, it's the official Empty Spiral website, which is www.emptyspiral.net. We've got forums. Uh, you can leave comments. We're using Discourse for commenting now. So if you've got a, or a discuss, as it's called, if you've got a discuss account, then please make a point of commenting on the news articles and the podcast as well. If you've got a question, guarantee you'll get an answer probably directly from me. Um, you can engage with us via Twitter, via Facebook. We've got a Tumblr account. We're even on Google Plus if you can find us. You know, there's really no excuses if you want to get in contact with us. This is a community podcast, so it's as much about you guys listening as it is about Lacuna Coil. If you've got any stories that you want to share, you can come and join us on the podcast. We'll do a little 
to me kind of down the pub type interview with you um so you can show your family and friends that you're on a uh lacuna core podcast um i don't have much more to say than that other than thanks for listening to us uh thanks for being patient and waiting for our return uh we hope to catch up with you very soon and as i always say and mean it from the heart listen to more lacuna coil speak to you very soon everybody cheers everyone cheers guys